Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. Two of the largest and most lucrative brands in this NFT space are the CryptoPunks and the Bored Apes Yacht Club, also known as Basie. Besides being NFTs on Ethereum, they really have nothing else in common. Until now. Today, we will discuss the impact of these two giants coming together under Yugia Labs. Yugia Labs is the creator of Basie and the derivatives such as the Basie Kennel Club and the Mutant Apes Yacht Club. And now that they own the IP for CryptoPunks and also MeBits, this is a huge deal. This would be like Amazon buying Apple. Now, these two properties are not quite competitors because they're so very different. So just giving a little bit of background about CryptoPunks, which is really what put Larva Labs on the map. They started off in 2017. That's when it was launched. And that was really the OG generative project. It's disputed as to who was the first. However, they are regarded as one of the originals and really what popularized that whole pixelated generative art with a 10,000 profile picture collection. And besides the fact that they were one of the OGs, they really have no utility. And it's just really a profile picture and that status symbol of having one of the originals that is really what their whole community is built upon. A few things that also separates them is that they also find themselves in a lot of headlines as far as lawsuits, going back to the whole who's OG, who's the original, and protecting that status symbol. That seems to be what they're most famous for at this point, other than the fact that they have very high valuations and they are in that disputable OG role. If you spend time in this community, you realize that their community, their holders, are not really the most happy, and they seem to be constantly complaining about the management, the different rules that they have, the limitations that are put on them by Larva Labs. And they feel that the owners, the two men that are actually running this team, are basically neglecting the community and not really developing it and doing things that other projects that have launched in more recent times are doing. So the community feels really neglected. But also speaking of the community, a lot of these people are high net worth individuals that just really just want to park their money anyway. So they're not necessarily looking for that same utility as a lot of these newer projects are. Some people are just collecting them and collecting them and parking them as if they were collecting Picassos or anything of that nature. And they're not really looking for utility. So it's a mixed crowd. But generally speaking, out of any NFT community, the data seems to show that the CryptoPunk community tends to have a lot of higher network individuals such as CEOs and very high income individuals in the corporate world. They have found the value in this at the historical value of the artwork and the generative piece and they just park their money. Now in contrast, Basie is really the new kid on the block. They were just launched actually last year in 2021 and they benefited from the rise of all of this NFT space and the explosion that we saw in growth. And by looking at their team, they have a much larger team. And according to LinkedIn, I don't know how accurate that is, but I see nine people that are actually listed on their team. They have uh, different communications and coders and all sorts of different people that have different roles. And it really shows up in the sense that their community has so much more utility. Holding those tokens is more seen as a membership to a club than just holding an art piece that has value as an OG role. They have different access to concerts, different events, meetings 
meetups. Earlier, I mentioned the Mutant Apes Yacht Club and the Kennel Club. Those were free airdrops that were issued out to the token holders. And now that they have a game that's under development and a token. So there is a lot of things that are associated with the token holders. And the most important one, the thing that people are most excited about as far as the community and what's generating even more money than everything else that I just mentioned is the fact that they have full IP, the intellectual property rights. They can commercialize that image to use it on, let's say, t-shirts. They can somehow build a brand around it. Different members of the community have launched their own projects and featuring that art as saying that was the founder. So many people have that as their main profile picture. They have their ENS domain registered to whatever ape it is that they have somehow describing it. And they have built huge brands around this NFT. For example, Board Becky, who is now running Fame Ladies with NFT Ignition, she really made her name as a Board Apes Yacht Club holder. And she has built everything around that personality of her ape. And she took on a different personality and everything before now being doxxed and a team a leader and what have you running that project. But initially she came into the space really fun and she was operating under the identity of her board ape. So you can see it's a very different community. Things are going on that are a lot more interactive. They're a lot more excited. And also it is drawing in a lot of celebrities. It's like the cool new club. Like you'll see Eminem, Britney Spears, Jimmy Fallon, and so many other celebrities that have come into the space and have bought their board apes and they're interacting, they're showing up at events and what have you. So it is very different than the more corporate setting of the CryptoPunks community. Basie is more of a diehard, passionate, grassroots effort that has now uh, grown into uh, attracting those celebrities. But initially it started off as really just regular people that saw the value in this stuff and they're collecting it. And now it has grown to the point where it is. So as a result, a lot of the community members, a lot of their net worth is actually tied up in Basie, the actual tokens that they own. Unlike CryptoPunks, where the majority of those original owners have moved on to other projects, and then the big money uh, have come in as like the whales, basically sweeping up the different ones and having huge uh, portfolios of uh, different, more expensive, the rare ones. Now with Basie, also in addition to all those utilities that were added, they gave their community a way to monetize with out having to sell them. So a lot of the community holders, the token holders were original minters and they don't really want to sell it because they would lose access to all of those things despite it making up the majority of their net worth. So it's a conundrum. They're balancing that whole thing as to uh, what are they going to do? How are they going to add value to their community? Seeing that it's not like they have millions of dollars stored away, generally speaking. I did mention that they have those celebrities and what have you, but the original people that minted it, they are usually not as wealthy as those celebrities and they're looking at their tokens as a great store of value. So really, what is the impact of all of this? What is going on now as far as now that Yuga Labs has taken over this property from Larva Labs? Well, the first thing that they announced is that all the copyright, the art, the intellectual property, all of that stuff was transferred over to them. And with that also, 423 CryptoPunks and 1,711 MeBits. MeBits is more like a 3D version of these punks. Not, not quite, but it has that same pixelated art style such as Minecraft and you can do different things with it, but it's that same pixelated boxy style, but MeBits is also included in this deal. 
But the first announcement that they made, which is very big to the whole CryptoPunk community, is that the full intellectual property right that the Basie community has is now been extended to the holders of the CryptoPunks and MeBits. So now they can commercialize it. They can put it on t-shirts and do all of those things that the other community has. But they also announced that they will be keeping them as separate universes. Everything is really built around that Basie hub as far as the mutant apes and the kennel club and everything so they're keeping their focus there and they're going to use these new properties completely different they're not going to transition to that same club model with all those different things the development as to how they're going to work things out how they're going to pan all of this stuff out with lawyers and the community that will be to be seen however just the fact that the intellectual property rights have been turned over to the community they're very excited about that because the original agreement was capped at a certain amount that you could make off of it. There was all sorts of stipulations and there were different restrictions. And this is just a more wide open terms, allowing these holders to actually do something with it that could generate income for them. And what's the reception like for the general NFT community outside of these projects? For the most part, it is really met with skepticism because such a huge deal, although I have not seen the actual figures for what was changed and how this actually worked out, but I can imagine that it was a substantial figure maybe in the tens of millions of dollars. And it really smells and looks a lot like a corporate merger. And that is sort of everything that Web3 is against. There is this massive corporate dollars that is going into this two huge companies coming together. And that does not look very decentralized. That does not look very grassroots and everything that really has gone to this point. This really looks like when Amazon is buying out a factory or something of that nature. It really just looks a little fishy. So if you go to Twitter spaces and you're listening to the general reaction of the community, there is a lot of skepticism around. I'm not exactly sure how I feel because I know yesterday I said that there is opportunity to buy out a whole project and I don't know who would do that other than as the uh, as I mentioned with the whole thing with the fame lady, which is an extreme case. But I was looking at some of the valuations because a lot of these projects have really bottomed out and are in a position where the whole project could be bought out just based on the pure valuation. But I did not expect something like a massive deal such as this. And I could not find the figure, but I can just imagine that I wouldn't be surprised if it was near $100 million they paid for this thing, just based on what they're saying that Bored Apes alone is valued at. And it could have been a ridiculous figure. I don't know how all that worked out, all the logistics, how the lawyers and accountants value things. But Personally, I would think that CryptoPunks, although they are the OG, if you will, and all that stuff, I don't think they're as valued as much as Bored Apes, in my humble opinion. No expert. So I wouldn't expect it to be going for the billions that the Bored Apes uh, is supposedly valued at. I would expect it to be somewhere in the eight-figure range. So where we go from here, who really knows? But I personally think that this is going to kick off a trend, a lot of buyouts and mergers and uh, changing of hands of the guard, if you will. And it's going to open up a whole different thing as far as, okay, what if this new owner has a different issues about how these tokens could be used? How is this all going to work out? What sort of rights are grandfathered into the original owners at the point of sale? Or what rights will extend to the people who then buy it on the secondary market after the sale? 
sale goes through and how all this stuff is going to work out. I don't know, but it's going to get very interesting. Lawyers and accountants and all sorts of people are going to have lots of work coming out of this. And I really expect just as with uh, corporate mergers, they seem to come in spurts. If you follow the stock markets or follow what's going on, it's there's always this period where there's no mergers and companies are being broken up. But then all of a sudden, once one big merger happens, and especially in an industry, it's it just triggers a domino effect of multiple mergers. And I'm expecting this one to really open up the gates and open up the eyes of big money, venture capital, and all sorts of uh, people that are looking at valuations as any kind of financial mechanism to look at projects now and say, okay, this is what it's worth. And I think we can buy it for this. And I think things are going to get very interesting from a financial standpoint how that affects people that have come into the space for community and art and other reasons, I don't know how that's going to play out. But I don't think I'm the only one that is fascinated by all of this as far as the art, decentralization and finance and marketing and business and all those different things. After all, you are listening to a podcast called Nifty Business, which bridges all these things together. So I really expect that things are start to get very interesting. Some people are going to be entirely against this, but I think other people are going to embrace it a little bit more. But either way, I know I'm here to see it and I will be covering this. But usually I do an, a broad overview of some things, an interesting topic that's sort of shaping how this industry is working. However, if you do want to go more into the nitty gritty, more into the details of different stories breaking news. The best place to get that is at niftybusinessweek.com, which is the newsletter. And I'll have some more information about even this topic and other related things that I might not do a full episode about. So as usual, I just want to thank you for listening to this episode, spending this time with me, and I'm excited to grow and build Web3 together. And I look forward to the next episode. So until then, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.